the gift of the Holy Spirit. Turn to your neighbor and say, you need him more than you realize. Jesus Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit. He himself was filled with the Holy Spirit. We need the same Holy Spirit that empowered Jesus Christ. Luke 3.21, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, what was he doing? Praying. You know, what a great way to receive the Holy Spirit. Pray. While he prayed, the heaven was opened. Jesus said, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Turn to your neighbor and say, come on, just ask. Just ask. A man came to me and said, I've been fasting and doing this and doing that. I want the anointing. And I said to him, you're working too hard. Just ask. Just ask. He's a generous father. And having asked, believe that you'll receive. So the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son. In you I am well pleased. Luke 4, 1, just a little bit later. Then Jesus being filled. Everyone say filled. Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan. What happened at the Jordan? He was baptized and the Holy Spirit came down upon him. What was special about the baptism? It was a baptism of repentance. It was John's baptism. Everyone who went into that river, they went down confessing their sins to be baptized, the baptism of John. And then later it says that all those who received the ministry of Jesus had been baptized by John and the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, those who opposed him, refused in their religious pride to be baptized by John. So, how to receive the Holy Spirit just like Jesus? Go down in repentance. Go down in humility. He never sinned, but he humbled himself in a baptism of sinners. Hallelujah. He identified himself with sinners. You need to humble yourself. You know, some people are like, well, I don't want to laugh like that. I don't want to look like an idiot, you know. I don't want to be on YouTube looking like this. There's no way I'm going to be spinning and frying and all this sort of thing. Just get over yourself. If you want to enter the kingdom of God, you have to become like a little child. Amen. Just jump in the water and play. He returned from the Jordan and was led, led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Praise God. What a wonderful comfort that the Holy Spirit can lead you into the wilderness where you're trialed, 
where there's temptation. If, if the Holy Spirit's leading you into that place of fire, whatever it is, he'll take you out as well. Amen. Sometimes we need the fire, but that's another message. Jesus, when he was filled with the Holy Spirit, what did he do? He went and did good works. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is not for something that you should keep to yourself. Let it overflow. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed. So many people around us. I mean, God bless New York. <laughs> for those who are from New York. New York needs help. Amen. Amen. Praise God. The states needs help. There's plenty of people need help. You come, you receive, now give. It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Praise God. Praise God. A wonderful way to be blessed, to receive, is to give. To give. Give it away. Hallelujah. There is a promise. Luke 24, 49. Behold, I send the promise. Wow. Jesus just sent you an email. Amen. Jesus just sent his word. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Upon. He will come upon you. But tarry in the city. Wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, endued with power from on high. Amen. Praise God. John 7:37. on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out. Remember with, uh, with David, um, King David and uh, various giants, you know, opposed him and, and they were killed. And then it says, says, and Satan stood up and then David sinned. And he just did the census. And the plague came upon all the people and 70,000 people died or something. And Jesus stood up. Wow. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. You need to be filled in your heart with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Out of your heart. It's all about the heart. Your heart is the connection with heaven. Some people are like, you know, I travel the world, and one thing about Americans is that they, when you meet them, they smile. You know, they're, they're always polite. And they smile. I lived in the States from 1980 to 1984. And, uh, and I'm a US citizen as well. So I'm not having a go at Americans. But I, I notice, one thing I notice is that they can smile and be polite and then stab you in the back. <laughs> you know? And you can go to church. You can be polite. You can do all the stuff. But your heart can be bitter. Is anyone offended by me? 
So, not that I'm worried if you are. <laughs> so it's your heart. Out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, whom those believing in him, who? Believers. You've got to be a believer. In him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So when Jesus died on the cross, ascended into heaven, glorified in heaven, he sent us the promise of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So it is Jesus who baptizes us in the Holy Spirit. He stands among us, <laughs> baptizing people. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> he stands here and is healing, delivering, baptizing the Holy Spirit and with fire. Glory to God. And John bore witness saying, John 1.32, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. Who? He. The Holy Spirit is not just an experience. He's the third party of, a tr of the Trinity. He's God. He's a person. Amen. And he remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes. Now John was baptizing with water. This is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. He comes to baptize you with Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. He comes to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. Your heart needs to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Wow. You need it. Every day. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. When you meditate on the Word, the Word is life and spirit. I personally believe one of the greatest ways to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to meditate on the Word every day. You'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Not religiously studying the Word. By God's grace, I've got a Bachelor of Arts in Biblical Studies, a Bachelor of Theology, uh, a Diploma in Christian something or other, Missions, and a Diploma in Christian Ministry, or a certificate or something, and then I started a master's degree. I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about this, reading the Bible with your heart. That's how one of the great ways, not the only way, but one of the great ways to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He will baptize with the Holy Spirit. You know, when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you'll know it. You'll know it. He comes and he floods you. And it's not just what you see when you see someone being baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's what's happening. Because the Holy Spirit's not visible normally, but he'll fill you on the inside. And people, you know, like last night, 
I can't explain. It's indescribable. You know, it's not just people flailing around. It's what's happening. The flailing around is just the physical body reacting, really, to the power. But it's what God is doing on the inside. I remember once the Holy Spirit came upon someone and the Lord said to me, he was doing surgery on the soul and he said to me, this is so deep that you will not be able to understand. It's like I can't reveal to you what I'm doing because it's beyond your comprehension. Wow. Like the Holy Spirit will show cancer or a demon leaving or bones being healed or whatever but when he fills you with the Holy Spirit the brain just doesn't understand it it's pure glory amen Paul says but God's hope does not disappoint because God's love has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit amen man God is love you get a baptism in love. So he will baptize with the Holy Spirit and he will also baptize with fire. That doesn't mean he's sending you to hell, okay? That means he's baptizing you in his fire. Hebrews 13 says that our God is a consuming fire. And that fire... Uh, I mean, people physically feel themselves burning, but that fire is sanctifying. See, in the Old Testament, they would part, when they would take the booty from the war spoils, and if there was silver or gold, they would pass it through fire. It would sanctify, set apart the silver or gold. If that silver or gold had been used in idolatry for demonic worship, they passed it through fire and because they were obeying what God had told them, as it passed through fire, it was spiritually sanctified. As you're baptized in fire, he's spiritually sanctifying you, setting you aside. And that fire will work if there is sin in your life, that fire will begin to burn on your sin because he will burn up the chaff, wheat and chaff. The chaff in your life, he will burn in the baptism of fire. When the Holy Spirit baptizes you, it's not only to bring healing, wholeness to your heart. It's not only to empower you but the Holy Spirit is intentionally sanctifying you unto God holiness Holy Spirit you'll be baptized in holiness many times people who have this radical desire I want to serve God I want to be an intercessor I want to pray I want to preach the gospel very often when the Holy Spirit comes on them in fire, that fire will evict the demons out of their life, the afflictions. Praise God. There's not room for both. Amen. Praise God.
I indeed baptise you with water unto repentance, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So you've got to understand the Holy Spirit is not just an experience of power. Oh, I'd love to have that power. He's intentional about your soul. He wants to set your soul apart from God. And your love of the world, the Bible says, is enmity with God, is the opposite. And the Holy Spirit is fighting the flesh, and the flesh is fighting the Holy Spirit. There is a battle going on inside almost every believer. And may Jesus Christ be Lord. Amen. Praise God. You need to die so that he can live. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will take you deeper into the resurrection life of Christ and deeper into the crucifixion of yourself. Because dying to yourself is not something you can do. You have a part to play, but it's the work of God. It's the work of grace. Repentance is something that God enables you to do. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I just want to quickly go through the book of Acts. You ready to go through the whole book of Acts? We'll be here till 1 a.m. <laughs> Amen. No. Hallelujah. just want to quickly go through. The book of Acts is a book uh, in which we see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Let's just see very quickly um, some of the things that happened. Signs of the outpouring. One, there was power. When the Holy Spirit was poured out, there was power. This is why people shake, they fall, they spin, their muscles tense up, they scream, they feel like electricity and there's burning and so on because there's power. If you've stuck your finger into the wall socket, you would feel power. When you connect with God, you feel power. Amen? But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When the Holy Spirit comes, there can be wind. Uh, last week, the wind physically went through the room. People felt the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing upon them. And there was power that went through the congregation. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. My mentor who passed away a few years ago, Bill Sabritsky, he told me the story of how um, he was a wealthy man. He had this big barn and uh, about several hundred young people, teenagers sitting in the barn. And he said there was a noise like a rushing mighty wind. There was a noise like the engine of a plane, of a mighty wind that came this direction. And the sound of a, of a mighty wind, like an airplane coming from this direction. And he said there was total chaos. People, kids were manifesting, demons, people were being filled with the Holy Spirit. They had people on the roof climbing trees all over, you know. And out of that mighty move, many of them uh, pastors and so on. There was a mighty rushing wind. Fire. Acts 2, then there appeared to them dividing, divided tongues of fire and sat upon each one of them. 
infilling of the Holy Spirit, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. There were visions, dreams, and prophecy. Acts 2.16, it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out. Everyone say, pour out. My spirit on all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. On my men servants, on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. Hallelujah. Praise God. When the Holy Spirit comes, even buildings shake. Acts 4.30. And they were assembled together and the building was shaken. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 4.30, there's boldness. You've got to understand when the Holy Spirit comes on you, he will change you into a different person. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will cast those demons out. He will give you a spirit of boldness. <laughs> Praise God. I was uh, in the airport. Which airport was I in? Uh, someone? Anyway, I was in an airport. And um, uh, in the States, it can take a long time to get through security. All right. So we're in Atlanta airport. And there's just hundreds of people, and I forgot about the security line and how long it's going to take me. And it was at least an hour to get through. And um, we arrived late, and uh, so there was no way we were going to catch our, our plane. So I, I'm like, there's all, the line was like, you know, back and forth, back and forth. A anyone been through one of those lines? And the spirit of boldness came upon me. <laughs> I said in a loud voice, we're going to miss our, our plane, so we're going to move past you all. And so, <laughs> so my team, there's like five, five of us behind us, and we just went, and someone said, well, we're going to miss our plane too. See, <laughs> we just went, went, you know, and we went through security and we were last ones on the plane and the plane took off. But before I did that, I had a vision that we were the last ones on the plane and then boldness came. Amen. So the Holy Spirit will change you. You, you do a personality test and it says this is your giftings, this is your motivation, you know, this is the type of person, you're a quiet person. And then like that, you'll change when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you just be a different person. You used to be shy, now you're preaching on the street corner. Amen. I mean, look what happened to Ruth. I, I mean, come on, Ruth and Brian. Um, so, so Ruth comes on, on, on a meeting, right, Ruth? Uh, a Zoom meeting, uh, how, what, three or four years ago? Three years ago? 2020, that's right. What happened to you, Ruth? June 2020. Uh, so my husband, on that time, we are not really dating yet. So he told them to go to the gym meetings. He said, uh, I have a evil spirit. I said, now I'm a Christian. I know Holy Spirit poured me all the time. I pray all so just to translate, her husband-to-be, before they started dating, told Ruth, you've got an evil spirit. Uh, and he's, no way, she's saying. I'm a Christian. That's not possible. Well, come along to the online meeting. Then what happened? 
So when I online meeting, uh, I start to see you pray for other people on Zoom. I see what happened come, and then my husband texting to me. So on that time, just a friend, normal friend. And then he said, press in, press in. So I started worshiping, press in. And then suddenly, when you was pray for other people, and the power of Holy Spirit just suddenly falling on me, I whole body just shaking, shaking so bad. And my son get scared. He said, what happened, mama? What happened, mama? Mama, you're you're just shaking like crazy, and then so so she's in the meeting. The Holy Spirit comes on her. She's Zoom. shaking like crazy. Yeah, Zoom, right? It's on Zoom. Yeah, on Zoom. And the son's saying, "What's happening to you, Mum?" Yeah, and then I said, "Okay, Lord, next one is me." And then instantly you call Ruth, and then there's a couple couple hundred people in the Zoom. This is very. Uh, newer chance again. You called my name and you asked me background and what problem after I said you said, what do you need for Jesus? Then I started screaming. I said, Lord, set me free. Just a very loud noise. I think in the video you mute down my, my voice. And then after I'm screaming, I don't know how you prayed for me, anything. And then just something just just all out. I don't know what it is. And then so on Zoom, you start screaming. And then you forget what's being said because you're not, and then it's all gone. Yeah. Now, how have you changed? So it's a tremendous change. So after that, I have the Holy Spirit fire on me for six months. And after that, just one weekend, I get instantly speak a tongue. My teeth just not bites by self for 20 minutes on stop and start a joy. And then a vision. So after your deliverance, you had a baptism in fire for six months. And you, you, you're speaking in tongues. Yes, and then, and then other thing is there's the impossible. I love sleeping, but the Holy Spirit will wake up me 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. tell me, get up, pray, and like electric upon my body. I cannot go back sleeping, so I got to pray one or two hours, then can go back sleeping. So she normally loves her sleep, but the Holy Spirit wakes up 1 or 2 a.m., electricity going through her body, and she's praying for two hours. Yeah, and then my eye totally opened in the spiritual room, my, my ear. I can hear Lord's voice daily. I can see vision, I can see Jesus, I can see angel. Just a powerful ever experience. I think you were changed. She was changed. Yeah, she couldn't stop praying. And so she think all day long, she'd be writing visions, whatever the Lord be showing her, and then she would just be praying all day. So if she was doing a test, personality, gifting, tests, whatever, before and after, look very different, eh? Yes, totally different. I usually will have anger with my son, single mommy, take care of myself, struggle with student. But after that, I felt a tremendous peace. He was broken my glass uh, cup, and I have a little anger. I said, that's not me, that's weird. And then I just have a little anger. I said, well, you're broken, just tell me, that's fine. If before that, I was so mad with him. So she had a lot of anger, and one day her son broke something, and, but she didn't react, just God's peace. Someone give Jesus a clap. Amen. Thanks, Ruth. Thanks, Brian. Acts 4.30, and they spoke the word of God boldly. Acts 13.52, and the disciples were filled with joy. Everyone say joy. And with the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. That's God's spiritual strategy for you. 
It's not good enough to be a Bible-believing, church-going Christian. You cannot function as a genuine Christian without the Holy Spirit. You can't be born again. You can't be sanctified. You can't have revelation. You, you can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Acts 8.14. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they had received Christ, they had received the word, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had not fallen upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Many churches today, they're like, we'll get you baptized and we'll put you in a discipleship group where you can study the word and grow. You cannot grow spiritually without the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, the apostles did not do a Bible study with new Christians. They laid hands on them and the Holy Spirit fell on them. Then these new Christians opened their Bible and had revelation of the Word of God and they'd go out preaching. That's the strategy of the Holy Spirit. That's the strategy of God for the church. It's not to sit and have your brain educated. You need your soul healed and filled with the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I want to finish with the book of Hebrews. God, verse, chapter 2, verse 4, God also bearing witness to the gospel, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. The Holy Spirit comes to bear witness to the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Amen. Praise God. So, you know, people, they say, I want the Holy Spirit. Well, why do you want him? Because he has come with a purpose to bear witness to Jesus Christ, to testify of him. Praise God. Who's ready to testify of Jesus Christ? Praise the Lord. Actually, I was listening to Flynn. Where's Flynn? Where's Flynn? Is she around? Uh, come on, Flynn. I heard that you have a sign, you know, that you're in New York, the Queens. Yeah, yeah and, and you do street work, do you? Is that right or not? Pardon me? Do you do... Oh. Yeah, tell us about it. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> First of all, um, uh, Pastor Brian prayed for me on, online, and I, I was healed in my back. Yeah, so now um, in New York City, I, Lord spoke to me. I live in a neighborhood that is predominantly Muslims and, and, um, and Hindus. So I made a sign that says, Jesus is the answer. Because the Lord spoke to me and he told me, he says, they won't listen to you. But when they see the sign, when they look and they read, Jesus is the answer, it will be imprinted in their minds and in their eyes. Yes, and they can't get rid of that. So when they lay at night, 
Holy Spirit will bring it to their remembrance because, uh, uh, you know, they're going through so much and God will reveal himself to them. So I went, I went throughout the street with the sign saying, Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the answer. And Holy Spirit, you know, just, just led me. And um, I, I pray that we will go out more and do more with boldness so that the world may know, you know, that Jesus is the answer and we don't just sit back and just not do anything. Yes. Amen. Wow. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I just met Flynn this weekend. So God bless you, Flynn. And she's invited us to the Queens to do one of these events there. Amen. Praise God. Well, the Lord will guide us. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer before the Lord. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. He has destiny for you. And he has promised the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is ask and you shall receive. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Right now, if there's sin in your life, ask the Lord to forgive you. Bring it before him, bitterness, unforgiveness, lust. If you've been doing horoscopes, reading horoscopes, palm reading, whatever it is, just bring it to him. If you are in a relationship online, if you're in a relationship outside of a marriage between a husband and wife, Ask the Lord to forgive you. He's merciful to forgive. And he wants to fill you with his precious Holy Spirit. Right now, just ask, Holy Spirit, come. Lord Jesus, baptize me in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Fill me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. All my heart be filled with the Holy Spirit. Deliver me from all darkness, Lord. Change me, transform me into a different person. Make me more like Jesus, Holy Spirit, that I may bear witness to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray. I pray that you give them boldness to speak your word. Even in the midst of persecution, those online, I'm talking to you, I'm praying, God, give them boldness to preach your word. In the midst of difficulty, hardness of heart, persecution, affliction, give them the spirit of boldness, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Praise God, praise God. I want to encourage you, if you haven't been following the Lord, get a Bible, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the Word of God to you. Amen, 
and begin to follow Jesus Christ. Connect yourself with other people like-minded. If you want to, we have small groups online and just connect yourself with other Christians and grow, spiritually grow by the grace of God. Amen.